0: All right, quiet on the set. All right, got gotcha. you. This weekend SEC football promo, <laughs> take two. Hey there, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. It's your guy, Mister Fingers, coming to you live from Zagnif Central.
1: Hey, and I'm Colin P, your brother from another. What it is showbiz? I will tell you
0: what it is. Showbiz, you guys. Welcome to this week's edition of This Week in SEC Football. But before we get started, do us a little favor. If you're watching this on the YouTube, go ahead and hit the like and subscribe button if you have not done so already. We appreciate you much. And if you want to be a contributor to the show, a little something something to help the cause, right down there in the bottom, in the lower third in the crawl, rolling across your screen is the address for our Patreon page. we got some great perks for those of you that are contributors and regular viewers of the show because we appreciate you so very, very much. So, Collin, my man, I think it's time to get this show started, What you say? My man, let's lay the hammer down. Oh, you know we gonna do something before two something. Club Shay Shay coming right at you right after this. <laughs> oh, hello, hello, ladies, gentlemen, boys, girls. No baby what baby
1: does, what do, 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 do. do, do. They, they were giving Alabama, like Alabama was just this, this, this. of Alabama didn't, didn't you know lose their two stars. Did not show up that day? Dude, or was it? You,
0: you, want, you got to say? offense more like, I know this
1: is more of a passing. Hey, who knows? It might have been, might have not been. You know, who knows? But then again, that's what they call it football. I mean... Oh, man, that's definitely going on the blooper reel. When you do that, boys. I think of well, Norbert. I think of Norbert. Oh my God, we have a dandelion encrusted rib.
0: Hello ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, what it is, what it is, what it is. I'm your guy, Mr. Fingers, coming to you live from Zag, Central in Oklahoma City. Appreciate y'all joining us today and that fella. Right over there, the brother from another, the sexy mother Hubbard, the ace of base in the place in your face, Colin P from the DMV. What's going on, baby boy?
1: Hey man, I'm doing good, doing good. How about you, man? Hey man, I'm doing,
0: I'm doing real good, man. I'm doing real good. I'm very happy to I, be uh, here. In, in the words I of, uh,
1: in the words of say, our uh, team, Jafar. Huh? No, I was gonna say, I, I heard uh, that was a special day last week. uh Uh, oh oh yeah oh yeah
0: oh yeah most definitely most definitely your boy made another trip around the sun on thursday uh still pushing into deeper into his 50s feeling pretty good um i didn't really do nothing special you know um the wife got me wife got me a book and a shirt which i didn't wear today because we're actually on right now but it says ask me about my podcast um uh and then she got me a book i think it's a it's a james patterson writing a book about how he got started uh in in the business of writing um uh yaz got me a uh a pull-up bar i was like what you trying to tell you pops you get in the old nine shape what's that all about but uh it's one <laughs> of those ones that, it one of those ones that fits over your door frame and then you can do sit-ups and and uh crunches and and lateral yeah, dips and all kind of. That. it's like a
1: I've seen, Bruh, uh, it's, I've seen some, uh, some comical videos. Make sure that thing's secure, man. I've, <laughs> I've laughed several times. People follow me.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, you got to make sure it's hooked all the way in the door frame, too, though. You can't just put it up there yeah. and then go jumping up there. Dude, it's got like eight different ways. You got your arms out here like this. Then you got the regular pull up, this kind of pull yeah. up. Then you got side ends and the ones that are real close. Like it's like six, seven different ways to do pull ups on there pull ups okay. and chin ups. Um, and then yesterday, makes 13 years since the day i met my wife now we didn't start dating that day but that's the day i met my wife so uh it's been a long uh been a pretty long uh eventful it was a nice little i won't say long because it was way too short but it was a nice long thursday to sunday little little jaunt there uh and also happy 25th birthday to my second born uh my second born the gentle giant that's the one i told you about that played uh ball in college uh he's back home working now doing his thing Doing his there thing. So uh happy birthday to him as well. He was born on my 27th birthday. We share oh, a birthday. Wow. So uh that's best birthday cool, present I ever got. So while we at it, while we throwing out birthday greetings, uh another big birthday <laughs> popped up this week. Uh, you know this guy, you love you, might love him, you might hate him, but that's my guy. And uh we love to talk about him here on the show. It's our boy Uncle Shay. Uncle Shay turned. 54 this past
1: week, bruh. Does that look like a 54-year-old man to you? <laughs> yeah, you sent that picture to me on uh on the messenger a minute ago. I was like, damn man, just, that's a selfie of you. I mean, you look pretty
0: good.
1: Uh-huh.
0: I I'm just gonna tell you, even at my most fit, I never ever 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 looked that good. Ever. You understand yeah. what I'm telling you? and i see that y'all can't see the picture i'm showing on the stream there maybe you can see it now oh yes. man what are you doing why are you not sure show- there it is all right there yeah, okay. go. everybody can see it now <laughs> so happy so happy birthday don't Shay. you know you, you you know you know uh i had to send my boy fingers some uh i had to send my boy fingers some uh some uh vip tickets so he could come to club shay shay so he'd come hang out with us at club shay shay and you know we definitely did something for two oh colin it was awesome man it was awesome (laughs) we had a good time you know we was making it happen so uh we would like to thank you guys for joining us this week for season two episode uh god i forgot what episode this is it's either nine or ten it will get it right by the time we post it on the youtube um but thank you for joining us for this week's episode <laughs> of This Week in SEC Football. Man, you know what? It's only 10 weeks left till the season starts. I know. I know. And, bro, I can't wait. I just really cannot that. wait. I'm stoked for it. Um, yep. As you know, we have been doing a series started last week on teams of the week. And we're going to review one team each week, we're going to give them a look over. <laughs> And see what they got going on and see how we think they're gonna fare. And I think we're keeping track of the records that we think they're gonna have. Did we say we were doing that or not? No, we're gonna yeah, do that. A, we're, gonna, we're gonna do that a little closer to the to the beginning of the season once some things start shaking out, see how things are looking. Because we saw the spring games and we saw how everybody looked, but that's the spring game. You got all spring, all summer. And early, and early fall before things really kick off. So we'll wait till we get some more reports. Hopefully nobody gets injured and we'll see what we're going to do then. Yeah. But before we get into it, we want to go ahead and thank our sponsor. I don't have the video together because uh, they're sending me a new one, but uh, our primary sponsor, DJG Enterprises and GreekGans.com. They can make custom sports gear for you. Hit them up at www.GreekGans.com. They can make custom-made afghans they can make these custom-made cups laser engraved that had this one done this is uh had this one done for my fraternity uh and it is absolutely gorgeous so hit them up and they can get that done for you custom-made sports gear can't do the logos because they're trademarked but they can get you all squared away hit them up today so this week's team of the week is old miss the rebels of old miss now as we know uh As we know, last year Lane Kiffin, get your popcorn ready, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, uh, Ole Miss had a very, very good season, and the reason that Ole Miss had a good season was mostly due in part to their quarterback Matt Corral, who was drafted in this past year's in this past NFL draft. Uh, They wound up finishing the season believe it was 10 and two. I'm just double checking that just to make sure they finished 10 and three with a six and two record in the conference. Uh, so that's for Ole Miss. That's good. That's really good. So Lane Kiffin has already made a difference with the squad. Uh, looking forward to seeing what they're coming up with this season. Uh, but this season, I think they're going to take a step back. But I'm going to I'm going to ask you first what you think before we get into it.
1: Well, I mean, I don't know. I mean, that I think obviously that would be uh, one of the reasons they would take a step back. Um, I don't know. You never can really tell because of Lane Kiffin. I mean, like he's he's a polarizing, obviously a polarizing individual. He's uh, seems always being the news, always uh, uh, people are always talking, uh, you know, about him or either the the old Miss program. Um, so yeah, I mean. I don't know. I mean, they got—they still had the running back coming back. I, forgive me. What, what was what's the running back? Zach was it? Zach? Uh,
0: no, no. You, uh their, their two main running backs were Jerian Ely and Snoop Connor, and they lost them both to the yeah. draft.
1: Oh, they lost them both. Okay. Both forgive of them. Me. Well, no. I mean, well, hold on. I thought uh, uh, since 2020, it was like Zach Evans was. Uh, Zach Evans averaged four point eight yards after contact. From what I am seeing, is that guy was almost – I thought he was playing.
0: Mm, he's not on the stat list I am looking at.
1: Okay, maybe I am uh, maybe I am mistaken, but um, regardless, I mean, uh, I think uh, I, I kind of agree with you. I mean, they if they get ten, I mean, I am going to be shocked if they got ten. If they get to ten wins, but I am like you that if the, if it um, you know they may come back, they may take a step back, maybe nine, maybe eight. What do you uh, what are your opinion on uh, why they would, um, why they don't? Well.
0: Take a step back? I, they're think they're defi- I right. definitely think they're going to take a big step back. Um, and the reason that I say that, number one, uh, offensively they produced 6,402 yards of offense last year. Okay. Of that 6,402 yards, 3,963 of that was Matt Corral by himself. Um, he threw for 3,300 yards, over 3,300 yards and ran for 614. He was their third leading rusher on the team this past season behind snoop and jerry on earth and jerry on ely um and so now you're talking you know I, it, I don't have any news of who they have coming in who they picked up on the transfer portal as far that, as that's where
1: Zach Evans came from i'm reading right now tcu just he, he, zach evans is transferred from tcu to Ole Miss. okay
0: he transferred over from tcu okay yeah that's yeah, yeah i didn't see he's not on the they have not updated the roster just yet on uh ESPN yeah. for who all is on the team. Uh they haven't solidified it the depth,
1: yeah. yeah, they
0: haven't they haven't solidified the depth chart yet, but he'll definitely make he'll definitely make uh an immediate impact coming from TCU. Um so here's what I'm looking at right now. They've got uh they literally they have uh 33 letterman that they lost out of 51 yeah. um of those 33 lettermen they're returning 15 of 23 offensive guys seven of four on defense one specialist um they lost 14 starters they've got 11 coming back that is oh, huge man. that is That's absolutely crazy. huge i mean you know just like georgia they talk about georgia lost 15 players then they lost 14 they lost 14 starters Mm-hmm. That's a lot of players to lose off a roster for a 10 win team, whose biggest, yeah. whose two biggest, whose three biggest contributors to the team. Uh, when, as a matter of fact, when you throw in Jerry on stats and then you throw in Snoop stats, that's another 1,400 yards. So they accounted for 5,300 of the 6,400 yards that Ole Miss gained last year. Man, so yeah. unless. Unless next man up is really going to be something big, I don't know. I mean, they had – uh at quarterback, they had one, two, three, four. They have five guys on roster. Uh Tyrell Pigrome from Birmingham was a senior also. We don't know if he's returning or not, if he's going to even get a shot. Hey, Lockhart, what's going on, man? Partner of mine from uh 24th ID when I was stationed at Fort Stewart. Much love, brother. Appreciate you tuning in um uh let's see who else they got here on the depth chart alex grado and luke Altmeyer, who are both freshmen coming in one from starkville uh luke from starkville and alex from los gatos california uh they had a junior oh that's sorry. the junior from ventura california that's Matt Corral. he's in the, in the league <laughs> they've got a sophomore from yazoo city missouri and that is Kim K. dent so i mean and of those, of those five, while I'm waiting on this to pull up. I was going to say,
1: of those five, you have, we haven't heard anything from, from those guys at all. If I'm nothing I'm, major because no, okay. Matt
0: Corral was on the field for except yeah. for when, I think Luke Outmyer was the one that went in for, uh, he was the one that went in when Corral got hurt when he twisted his ankle. Oh, yeah. yeah. As a matter of fact, he got the second biggest load, and that wasn't that big a share of the load. And I remember watching Luke play. He's a different style of quarterback. So Ole Miss is going to have to, – yeah, he went 20-37 for 192 yards with a 54.1% completion and one, one touchdown, two interceptions. Okay? Yeah. That's it. All the other quarterbacks got uh, six completions uh, – six attempts between the three of them. So yeah. they have a very inexperienced quarterback core that's coming in Um, that – So I'm I'm expecting them to take a real big step back this year. Uh, The the depth chart hasn't even really been solidified yet. Uh, You got Altmire and Kincaid Dent coming back, right? Oh, and Jackson Dart is transferred in from USC. So Jackson Dart might wind up being the the, uh, starter. Uh, But they lost their pretty much all of their rushing attack this year. So I'm going to go with... And if you're an old Miss fan and you're watching this right now, this is not me hating on you guys. It's almost <laughs> like that, that's become a new thing now, man. Like every time yeah, somebody out. comes out and says, hey, uh, your team did great this year, but I see them regre- regressing next year. They go, oh, you're just hating. You're just hating. I'm not hating. You lost a whole lot of guys. And I'm expecting that, you know, you lost a lot of key position players on your offense. And a lot of position players on your defense, like in Georgia's instance, yes, they lost a lot of defensive players, but most of the offense is returning. So the offensive production should still be good. We shall see. Um, I'm looking at probably eight and four, nine and three at best is what I'm giving Ole miss. But yeah, I mean, like you said, like I, like I said, 14 starters is nothing to sneeze at, at all. I mean yeah. that's no, as many that's as many guys as we lost. Yeah, but and, I mean and and we, and
1: the, the, the difference is that we 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 know the caliber of uh uh you know next man up. We know we know um kind of I guess I guess maybe because we're Georgia fans or what have you, but I mean but we know the the caliber and actually we've heard more about people stepping up, you know, our our base that is repl- or that are replacing these these people that we lost. Uh, but I haven't heard anything about on this and that's kind of concerning. And um, but we just never can see. Uh, I never can tell because uh, you know they end up winning like you know they end up winning SEC games and they should have no business winning, and you know you had to throw that in there too. So it is the SEC, so you never know what's going to happen, who's going to win, regardless of the caliber of team, whatever. But um, yeah, I mean, I can agree with you. Eighty-four, nine-three, best. Um,
0: yeah, that, that's about uh, as much. That's about as much as I'm going to give them. And that now, mind you, everyone, this is what we're looking at. We're looking at last year's team when people make these predictions in the summer, they're looking at what last year's team did, how many people are co- how many people are not coming back and what contributions those people on the team gave to the team. You lost three key offensive players that accounted for almost 100 percent of your offensive output, almost like 80 some odd percent when you, when you do the numbers together, yep. okay that's absolutely insane um that's 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 completely insane that you would lose that much offensive output and that's not even talking about wide receivers mm-hmm. that's you know they had a wide receiver that uh went for just under 1100 yards last year yeah so yeah there's some nut named colin watching the show hey colin thank you for for tuning into this week at SEC football. <laughs> <laughs>
1: i just that's the only way I can see the people coming. That's all. That's all.
0: Yeah. So uh let's see what we got here. Hang on a second. <clears> throat> my, uh, my throat is all scratchy today. I don't know what's going on. Too much of that dandelion on that rib. It's too much in <laughs> dandelion.
1: I was I was gonna say, you know, um, just go ahead and just not just a reminder to bring your, your French and mustard. Cause you never know what's going to happen. You don't want to have something to throw with Lane Kiffin when he does one of those games where he's not a business with it.
0: No, nah, that only happens in Tennessee, man. That only happens in Tennessee.
1: Um, well, that was, that was directed, you know, toward them.
0: <laughs> yeah. Now on
1: the, on the
0: defensive side of the ball, old Miss is bringing back 24 letterman and they only going to have uh, just under half five starters. So uh, they're going to have to replace Sam Williams on the D line and um, so Katie Hill, Cedric Johnson, uh, who had 37 tackles and six sacks, they're going to have to really depend on those guys. Those are going to have to st- be the guys to step up and, and be the uh, the key leaders on the team. And then at linebacker, Austin Keys and Ashanti Sistrunk. Uh, and then they had a uh, transfer in from Central Michigan in Troy Brown. He was a three-time all-MAC player at Central Michigan. Uh, and he had 66 tackles and a forced fumble in uh, 2021. Hey Kyle, thank you for joining, man. Appreciate you. Birds rise up, dirty birds also, rise up. Uh, we got three uh, dirty, we got three dirty birds on the podcast. Me, you, and I got Kyle Yacy there.
1: Hey, all right. So, uh, I was gonna, I was going to mention. Um, they got Iowa State transfer, Iowa State. Uh, Iowa State. I'm sorry, Hashim Young, and then another uh, transfer from Auburn, uh, Ladarius Tennessee. Um. So their cornerback, the cornerbacks, are they added those on the uh, the defense? So I mean, yeah, um, yeah, let's we'll
0: see. Yeah, their their leading receiver didn't ha- did not have a bad season at all. A thousand twenty eight yards, and that was Dontario Drummond. Kind of hard to not have that kind of season when you got Matt Corral slinging the ball around to you.
1: Yeah, so I mean, it must help you. a good quarterback. <laughs> I get the, yeah, one.
0: now one now now one of the things that I'm looking at, and when I make my prediction as far as Ole Miss is concerned is that you had a quarterback that was definitely considered to be a dual threat quarterback. Yeah. Um, you know, he could throw and he could raise, he, you know, he, like I said, he threw for 3,300 yards this past season and he ran for 600. I mean, you know, a few more runs here and there in each game and he would have easily had a thousand yards. You know, he would have had a Cam Newton type season, like what Cam had yeah. in Auburn. Uh, and, Now you've got Luke Altmaier, who unless Jackson Dart replaces him, if Jackson Dart gets the job, then they'll kind of be in the same boat. But if Luke Altmaier winds up getting the job, you're going to have to deal with a pocket passer, which means your entire offensive scheme has got to change. So, And this is just my prediction is just based off of that Altmaier will get the job. (laughs) So that's, that's where I'm going with that. So we're definitely saying eight and four, nine and three for the Ole Miss Rebels uh best of luck to them in the 2023 in the 2022 season and yeah. uh oh man i had their schedule pulled up you know what i feel like such a doofus i had this schedule pulled up and uh i closed the window <laughs> i closed i closed the window and uh now i gotta pull it back up so we can look at the 2022 schedule real quick go run through here so their first game is Troy. Uh, their first two games are Troy on September third. That's a home game. Central Arkansas at home, that's a home game. I'll get to your question in a second, Kyle. Just to let you know, uh, the their first three, their first four games actually are looking pretty decent. Troy, Central Art, Central Arkansas, Georgia Tech on the seventeenth, and Tulsa on the twenty fourth. Okay. So they should be 4-0 no after that little stretch. But then October 1st, they got to play the Wildcats of Kentucky. Then I see they pull another one off against Vanderbilt the following week. Then they got to play Auburn. That one's sketchy. They got to play LSU. That one's sketchy because we don't know what LSU is bringing to the table with oh, Brian great. Kelly. Yeah. Uh Texas AM. Um now, Texas AM, that's going to be a little bit later in the season. Actually, LSU's, I give the edge to Ole Miss there because it'll be late in the season later in the season. AM, and uh, that game's October 29th. That one's sketchy. They got Bama the week after that. I'm giving that an L there. Yeah. Uh, they got Arkansas on the 19th. That might be an L. So right now I've got one, two, three, four. That's my eight and four right there because I don't think they lose to Miss Mississippi State.
1: Well that's always I mean that's a, the rival. I mean that's a state rival there so you can uh, yeah I, I mean I don't. it
0: hasn't been much of a rivalry for a few years though man not since Dak but, left to go to the league
1: That is true. You're right. Yeah. yeah.
0: So, we shall see what we shall see. We shall see what we shall see. Um so that is our line. that's our that's basically our takeaway for uh old Miss for this for this coming 2022 season we're looking at Nine and three at best with a little luck and some elbow grease, maybe a maybe a 10 and two, but definitely looking at a uh, definitely looking at a uh, probably an eight and four more realistically for Ole Miss. We'll cut we'll circle back around to this right before the season starts when we make our preseason record predictions and see how everybody does in the conference and all those good things. So we're gonna move on to our next segment by the way those of you just joining us welcome 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 to this week in sec football uh i am mr fingers that is the brother from another column p we will take a short break for station identification and we'll be right back radio network oh that's awesome that's pretty good (laughs) <laughs> Your new home for podcasts and original music the 2nd of 1, Radio Network. There we go. That's awesome. <laughs> Alrighty then. And we're back. <laughs> Note to self, put that video over in the other thing where it automatically plays as soon as you hit the button. We're going to do that for next week. Anyway... <laughs> Anyway, so rumor has it that there's this kid and he's supposedly really good at football and, you know, he's maybe got some famous family members or something like that. And For the last several weeks, all people have talked about is where this kid is going to go. He's not even graduating until 2023. Like he hasn't played a senior season yet. It's been the most anticipated uh, signing since. Oh, gosh. Dating back to Trevor Lawrence, who's now getting ready to start his sophomore season in the NFL with the Jacksonville Jaguars this coming fall uh arch manning i mean it doesn't matter where you looked if you tuned into a sports station somewhere you saw some news about arch manning and you really just couldn't get away from it and if you don't know who arch manning is you really have you don't know who his family is you haven't been following sports at all i mean his uncles have (laughs) been on television commercials left right and sunday they're on (laughs) <laughs> the Thursday night uh, football broadcast. Now I don't know if they're going to renew that for next year. I haven't seen them do it yet. I heard it's pretty hilarious. Um, they've been everywhere. The dad was, you know, he's considered a, a great a, a NFL great to the folks of New Orleans because of what he contributed to the Saints. The uh, so and uh, yeah, so Arch Manning. Uh, last week he by last week week before last he'd whittled his choices down to University of Georgia. University of Alabama and the University of Texas. And, uh, ladies and gentlemen, the news broke last week on December 23rd, on my birthday, that Arch Manning had chosen the University of Texas. There he is right there, Arch Manning. And uh, you see he put the tweet out that he was – that he was committed to Texas hashtag hook him, So that's where Arch Manning is going to wind up playing ball. Uh, people had 8 million reasons why they thought he was going to go to this school or that school. And that's where he was going to wind up. But uh, I don't know. What are your thoughts on this before I even go into it?
1: Well, I mean, to take college question in the county. I mean, I, um, you know, we, we had touched on this a little bit last week uh, why and why you thought specifically and, uh, you know, a lot of other people thought he would go to Texas because that would give him more of an opportunity to come uh, come in guns blazers and, you know, hit the ground running far as plan um, and giving him a, the best shot. Uh, for him to come to Georgia or Alabama, he may not have that, that luxury, per, you know, uh, per se. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it's hard to say he won't have an immediate impact. Um, for Texas, I mean I'm, I'm interested to see how how it actually um, all works out and how he you know how the uh team actually um you know how they how they uh, how they end up but what surprised me the most is uh like you know just going to going to the Georgia side of things like everybody was uh, touting you know, trying to get him to come to Georgia people were on, on this side of the fence one side on this side of the other side of the fence but now I'm seeing articles where where they're saying um you know now that Georgia didn't get ours. What now? Like, it was like a huge thing for us to, for them, for him not to pick us. You know what I'm saying? Which, I mean, I, in my opinion, I don't think we needed him all that bad, you know? Right. Well,
0: you're right. Now, here's the thing, though. They've already got a five-star there in Quinn Hewers. Uh, yeah, yeah. Who transferred in, for those of you that did uh, that, uh, catching up on this story through us. Quinn Ewers was a five-star that got, was heavily recruited by Ohio State University. Oh, I'm sorry. Excuse me. The Ohio State University. <laughs> I had did to say that. that? Yeah, well, yeah, they did. They trademarked the word the just for the purposes of, uh, of uh, marketing and merchandise and things of that nature. Um, so they can now use the word the Ohio State University in their merchandise, on their shirts and the posters and signage and everything like that uh uh if you get a chance you need to go check out our boy uncle lou he went ham on that yes he he did he did (laughs) he's like he's like the 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 i'm just gonna say it what are you gonna do sue me ohio state (laughs) i dare you um by the way go check out our good friend uncle lou uh lou tube on youtube uh, his, actually, his page is called Uncle Lou. That's exactly what it's called. He's a huge college football fan. Just happens to his—he describes himself as a man who is a college football fan whose favorite team happens to be the Georgia Bulldogs. And he yeah. gives joy. He 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 lights Georgia up too. So he's not oh, yeah, a he homer. A I can definitely tell you he's definitely not a homer. He praises where praises do, and gives us the the business where the businesses do as well. So. Yeah uh but uh yeah it's like it's like this he's got to compete against quinn ewers now quinn this is basically his year to shine because after this like this is his second year next year will be his third year so he's got to blow he's got to blow it out of the water at texas this year to to, to maintain that starting job because you got man you got arch manning coming in behind you you know what i mean uh yeah. otherwise he might otherwise we might see him transfer again i mean he he just couldn't beat out cj stroud for the job i mean kid kid wound up coming in second place in mm-hmm. the uh heisman trophy voting cj stroud did now he's gonna come back and he's gonna light it up in the big 10 again this season i think oh, yeah. uh, I mean. so so he's got to compete against quinn ewers and that's it uh at alabama alabama had already picked up a four-star commit that'll be coming in this year so not only would he have to sit this year, this year he definitely would have to sit behind Bryce, and he might have to sit next year behind the the kid that came, the kid that the, that they got signed in the transfer portal at Alabama. Mm-hmm. So um, you, the thing about NCAA football is these kids want to play because they want to get in the league. Mm-hmm. They want to play because they want to get in the league. If they don't get seen. The scouts, if they if nobody sees them play, they don't get picked up or they wind up falling in the, you know. Yeah. Well, he, well hell you could be a superstar and still fall in the draft. Nate Kobe, I hope you give them hell when you get on the field, man. Shout out oh. to our boy Nakoby Dean. Uh but yeah, so Texas definitely provided him with the best opportunity to start. Yeah. At least, at the very least, he'd have to sit for a year. This other yeah. kid that came in is a freshman, which means that he's got two more years of eligibility. So if he goes to Bama, he might have to sit for two years. If he comes, and then if he comes to Georgia, we won't even talk about Georgia. We got Stetson using his last year of eligibility. We got yeah. Brock, we got Carson back, and we got Gunner Stockton coming in. So yeah. he feasibly, if if all of them turn out to be really good, let's just say Stetson, let's say Gunner comes in knocks it out of the park uh that means that gunner would be the starter for the next two to three years and yeah. arch wouldn't get to play until maybe his senior year with any luck. so i think he made the decision that was best for him in terms of getting to have the playing time um that kind of thing the texas program itself well we hope they made some adjustments uh then they're going to make adjustments now that they know he's coming so you know they're definitely going to go wide receiver heavy. Uh, yeah. For they're going to go wide receiver heavy for commits and transfer portal kids coming in, so I, I just think he made the best choice for himself. Yeah, honestly. I mean, what else can what else can you say that hasn't already been said? There's a whole there's a whole lot that's been said about Arch Manning, um, but that scenario is
1: dead on. There's
0: nothing else yeah. that you can do about that.
1: Well, I mean, at uh, some point, you're talking about all the the these kids um, jock in for where, you know, the school they need to go to, to, to kind of highlight their attributes or talents. I mean, that's the, uh, the transfer portal is great for that. But I mean, like, it, again, we talk about the, uh, the amount of times there's gotta be a limit. You can, you know, transfer here, transfer schools. but um, uh, I get it. I mean, like look at Burton. I mean, Burton that was one of the main reasons he transferred from Georgia to Alabama because it gave, I mean, Alabama throws the ball more than we do. We're, we're more of a running team. Exactly. Than, uh, than a passing team, we we do have you know Stetson that, you know can throw the long ball when he needs to and does it one or two times you know three times maybe a game, but uh, you know essentially he's we're running back real run first team. So I mean that that didn't give him the exposure needed. So I mean I definitely understand that, but at one point you know, I mean it's, 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 the onus is on the player at that point, right? I mean you got to make your own plays and make yourself you know stand out. In my opinion, you know,
0: absolutely. Well said, sir. Well said. Um, So that's, I mean, there's not a whole heck of a lot more I can say that either one of us can really say about Arch Manning. We knew this was going to come. We knew it was going to be a circus. Every game he went to, they put the camera on him about 18 times a game. Like every time there was a big play, every time there was a bad play. Like I remember him sitting in the stands at Sanford Stadium. Every time there was a big play, every time there was a boneheaded play, <laughs> the camera yeah. would flash over to him like the catcher's reaction, like he was a scout, like he was a pro scout or something.
1: Exactly. You know? That was, dead, so, right? or that, was like, uh, that was uh that was a big arch uh, sitting right, you know, right beside him. Right. Every time. <coughs> so
0: Arch Manning makes his way to University of Texas next year, okay. Uh, but here's the, the, just a the rundown of his stats. If anybody's wondering, not just outside of him being a Manning, why his stat, why, why, why they're looking at him. Uh He has thrown for more than 6,000 passing yards and 81 touchdowns to 18 receptions in 18 in, uh, in three seasons, 6,000 in high school, 6,000 yards and 81 that touchdowns. Crazy. That is absolutely insane. Now let's be real. Insane. The, uh, um, the league that he plays in is a private school league, and just from experience, I know the kids that play at the private school level might not necessarily be at the same echelon. But I mean, he's still Manning. He's got his uncles there to coach. You know, two uncles yeah. and, a, and, a, and a granddad who played at the upper at the at the ultimate level. Uh, at the ultimate level of football, hey, uh, uh, uh Andrew, thank you for watching, man. Mr. Andrew Fobert in the building, uh, one of the hosts of North Sports Dynasty, uh, and occasional guest on some other shows. Let's talk football, family of shows. Appreciate you joining us, sir. Those of you that are joining us, welcome to This Week in SEC Football. I am Mr. Fingers from Zagnus Central. That is my man, Colin P., the brother from another. We appreciate y'all tuning in. We just wrapping up on Arch Manning. Uh,
1: well, one one thing I want to interject there is like, as far as like, what what do you think? Like, what's the what caliber does it affect? I mean, a player playing at the private level as opposed to somebody that's playing in the public school. Like, you know, um, your opinion. I mean, I don't know. I haven't really followed too many players in the private school sector, but I mean, just um, you know, I mean, you think the I guess the caliber of player, like the is 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 better or worse? You think, or doesn't? Well, the, I, I
0: won't. I won't say it's better or worse. I just remember, like when I was coming up, there weren't like you didn't have the football factories like the IMG Academy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh Like like Damatha, you didn't have the football high school football factories. Um. So the private schools were basically the you know you either had you either had just the general private schools and then you had the uh, you had like the catholic schools like yeah. I, I went to a Catholic school and the Catholic school league uh the private school league was uh Blessed Sacrament, Sacred Heart St. James, Savannah yeah. Country Day, Savannah Christian, and a couple other schools, uh Pinewood Academy. So Pinewood, we yeah. played
1: huh? I remember Pinewood. Go ahead.
0: Yeah. Uh so we played against those teams and uh, well, actually, I didn't play for Blessed Sacrament. I played for uh, I played for the YMCA Falcons, but we played against Blessed Sacrament, Saint James. We played against those teams because you know the little league. There were so yeah. many little leagues. We played against the kids that were in our district or neck of the woods. Right. Yeah.
1: The, the main thing I remember about private school was like they don't want to play soccer. Like if you want to play soccer, you go to a private school. That's what soccer, I was lacrosse. You no, know, you didn't. You didn't, have, swimming, you didn't have soccer in public school. You know. Right school system down there at that time so you had you had soccer you don't play soccer all private school play soccer
0: right well. uh i will tell you this when we played against when we played against the private school leagues uh 95 of the time we beat them pretty handily but when we played those teams from in town like the like the south side raiders and the west side whippers and uh, and the east side Page Patri- <laughs> and the east side patriots we got curb stomped they were just it just hit different when we played those teams. So, uh that, that's just from my experience now. You're yeah. talking you're talking 40 plus years ago to today. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But now now these private schools are actively recruiting kids to come and play for their athletic program. So, it yeah. might be it might be a whole different ball game now versus yeah. then. So, I can't really speak to it, um but I haven't really dug into
1: it. I was just, that was one of the questions that I was in my mind. Cause I mean, I don't know. And I haven't, I need to do my research on it, but I don't know how many quarterbacks have come from private schools that, uh, you know, uh, came to a different or were, were uh, you know, came different schools and whatever and, and made, you know, made a name for themselves. I haven't really done that kind of legwork yet, but I was just kind of curious. Yeah.
0: Well, here's my, here's my question for you. And then we'll wrap this up and we'll move on to our next segment. What do you think? What do you, what do you, how do you think that he, how do you think he fares like how do you think he does what overall yeah at texas how do you think he does you think he'll fit in the system well you think he'll he'll uh he'll show up and show out do you think he'll maybe be kind of mad because it's an adjustment period what are you thinking
1: i don't know i mean you got well it's kind of hard to kind of hard to tell but i mean that, you know that i I'd be dumb to say there won't be any kind of an adjust, some sort of an adjustment period, you know, that he would maybe one or two games or maybe once he get in there and gets kind of uh to the system and um you know, who knows? Maybe they the coaches do like they normally do and kind of build a system or they they may end up building the system around him, you know, depending on his uh, strengths and weaknesses and what have you. But I don't know. Uh I think he fares well. I mean, I don't know now as far as the win loss. I I don't know, but I think he's probably he's gonna get his touchdown the yards. I mean he's gonna get his, but I mean I don't know about him, uh, I don't know if Texas is a whole winning, winning the, um, you know, he'll definitely be a fighter in them winning ballgames. But, I mean, I don't think he's going to lose any games for him. But, I mean, I think he's going to do all right.
0: Yeah, well, I'm not necessarily looking for a win-loss prediction because we're talking about an entire – we're talking about 2020 fall of 2023, and then that's yeah. assuming he gets a starting job. I'm just well, yeah. talking about Big. his overall performance when he gets on the field. Now, we know that being in the spotlight is not going to be a problem for him. The minute he decided he wanted to pick up a football and play football, Everybody went. Oh, he's holding the football. So we. Well, you can already you know tell he's that got
1: that swagger. He's got that Manning swagger already. So the videos and pictures I've seen of him, you know, he doesn't really bother him like you said. But I mean, it still doesn't take away the, the pressure to live up to the hype. You know what I'm saying? Um, oh, absolutely. So I mean, he's got a lot of people. I mean, you have a lot of hype surrounding him. So I mean, if he don't, I mean, he's going to be a bust. I and mean, if he it turns, I'm not saying he is. I'm saying, but that there is the pressure of him being, you know. Not, you know, not come, not uh, being what everybody, you know, make, has made him out to be.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, he's got, a, like I said, he's got, you know, three. He's got his dad, between his dad, his uncles, and his grandfather. That's yeah. four guys that have played football at, at least college,
1: at, at least the college level. Yeah. So, I'm not saying he's going to flop it by no means. I, that's not my opinion. No, I'm not saying that at all. Yeah. I think he's going to fit in well. He's going gonna to show his behind. you know, my opinion. Yeah.
0: Well, all right, ladies and gentlemen, that wraps up that segment. We're gonna move on to our next segment. But before we do, we want to thank uh we want to thank a couple of our sponsors that we have not mentioned yet. That is our good friends at 1906. Tees. They also make custom gear, they can make you custom sports gear. Uh, that is uh squareup.com backslash 1906. Tees. And then envision social media. If you are having issues getting your social media to pop envision social media is the place you need to be they can help you empower and motivate uh and, and become motivated to grow your social media platform so visit the good folks at envisionsocialmedia.com today thank you thank 1906t's and also thank you to djg enterprises and greekgans.com for being sponsors of this week in SCC football. Oh, by the way, I forgot to show you the clip, man. There's this clip when they asked uh, they, they asked a couple of Texas fans what they thought about getting Arch Manning, and this is what they had to say. We're
1: back! <laughs> yeah, there you go.
0: <laughs> yeah. But uh, we want to throw this out here real quick before we jump into our next segment. Another pause for station identification, and we will be right back. Zagniff Productions in association with Zagniff Apparel Gives you the opportunity to win free athletic gear And here's how you do it Visit the Zagnif Apparel Design Shop at Etsy.com Purchase any piece of apparel That will automatically qualify you for the August 7th drawing for free apparel Each purchase counts as one entry No limit on the number of entries allowed At least one lucky winner will win one free outfit That's right, one free top, one free bottom Note, the embroidered bomber jackets will not be regarded as prizes for this sweepstakes July 30th is the last day to enter. So get to the Zagniff Apparel Design Shop at Etsy.com today for your chance to win free athletic gear courtesy of Zagniff Apparel in conjunction with Zagniff Productions, LLC.
1: That's very nice. Very nice. Yes,
0: indeed, ladies and gentlemen. Our parent company, Zagnif Productions, along with our sister company, Zagnif Apparel, is sponsoring the sweepstakes. You can win, just like the guy said, you can win free gear. One purchase gets you an entry. Two purchases get you two entries. That doesn't mean buying two pieces in one purchase. But every purchase that you make between now and July 31st, you'll get an entry. Uh August 7th, we pull all of we take a name out of the drawing. And that winner will get a free top and a free bottom, courtesy of our sister company, Zackniff Apparel. So hop on over to. Oh, by the way, that's right there on the screen in the bottom corner, underneath Colin. There is uh, is the website that you need to visit, and there's also the QR code if you want to hit that. You just click, click, and it'll take you right to it. And uh, the shop is active. We got a whole bunch of hot stuff in there right now. The ladies are definitely killing the guys is more stuff for the ladies because ladies just buy more stuff but fellas we got some stuff for you too if you want some stuff so go on over there and check them out today so uh <coughs> you know it's been it's been five months now and it does It still not hasn't gotten old yet that that we are currently the national chant the national champion yeah I, I
1: was gonna say that if you see my eyes kind of looking up i told you before it on the SEC network i got the gameplay behind my screen here so i my apologies but it still gives me kind of kind of pumped when i see you stetson running around the field <laughs> so,
0: well I, i'll i'll try and get this all wrapped up before we get to third and ringo because i had a feeling you're still gonna jump out of the chair like it's the first time you've seen it
1: um, <laughs> it's only third quarter man it's j- all good. Look, <laughs> jump,
0: jump up like kirby smart on the sidelines Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So uh, Kirby's got hops, man. Kirby could probably no have, a career in the NBA. Could have had a career in the NBA with those hops. No, kidding. Uh, so So uh, we know now, or we found out not too long after that Stetson Bennett is making a comeback this season as a quarterback. Uh, so basically, all of the people are like, oh, we want to see some other people play. You know, yeah, that's the Etc., etc., Georgia fans, you know, not all Georgia fans, just the ones that, are like, oh, we want him to go somewhere. We want to see somebody else play. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, uh, he's coming back this year, and a lot of people have given him the blues about his playing ability, and we won, and we didn't win because of, we won in spite of. So, uh, yeah, 9, 10, 11, 12 complaints about uh, Stetson Biddett's, a lot of time from the same people. Uh, did run across an interesting article in uh, GeorgiaDogsFootball.com uh, titled "Georgia Bulldogs Quarterback Stetson Bennett Living in Reality About the Mailman." Yep. So there were some things that were talked about with regard to this article, and I wanted to talk about this last week, but we we didn't. We we kind of ran out of time. I'm yep. keeping my eye on the clock now, and we do promise you, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> unless we get a good roll going, we're going to try and keep our shows to an hour, so uh, we don't we don't bore you to death. And, uh, well, no, we we don't have a boring show. It's just we can get a role going. And then number two, it makes it easier for your boy to do uh, post-show editing and cut up those clips. Um, But the reality of the situation is this. The, The dogs led by Stetson Bennett under center beat the juggernaut Alabama Crimson Tide led by the young oh, yeah. man who won the heisman trophy he won the heisman yeah uh there's a couple of other stats that were interesting to see here is that he only threw for uh what was it how many yards was it i got it right here
1: no okay. that was uh what 4,
0: yeah he only started he only started 12 games
1: last year right that's what surprised me the sample size is not i mean and bryce started 16. so i mean go ahead sorry yeah
0: so he, he only started 12 games. And you think about the fact that Georgia played in the conference championship, the uh, the conference championship, the CFP, and the national title game. They played a total of 15 games. Well, Stetson did, That means Stetson didn't start until week four. Um, And then you consider this. Every game they played this year, the defense basically did their job and shut the opposing team out, which made it very easy for us to score. And then in the fourth quarter, what did coach Smart do? He let up off the gas and he just started doing that grinded out grinded out running offense. Mm-hmm. So that's you're talking uh aside from aside from the national championship and the conference playoff game. So that he started 12 games, so that's 10 games this season where Stetson Bennett could easily have thrown for at least another 50 or 60 yards per, which would have amounted to another six or 700 yards to add to his total. So when people say his stats aren't gaudy, you, you don't consider stuff like that. And this is where I back off and let you jump in and, 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 and give your thoughts on this.
1: Well, no, I agree. And then that's the thing. people don't look at that kind of stuff. And it actually surprised me because that's why, I mean, I, I think I did not send that article to you, but I, okay. I saw it and then I posted it to, uh, I think it was the Georgia Bulldog fan Facebook page. And then the majority, I mean, I got probably, I don't know, like maybe a hundred, 150 likes on it. And uh, a lot of people were saying great article because it, it did that article, put everything in perspective and it was just facts. I mean, it was just the fact of the matter. The kid had good stats. You know, I mean, granted he had some mistakes, but I mean, overall, uh, you know, his sample size compared to Bryce's sample size, you know, he he should have had less, you know, uh, less uh, viable stats that are not viable, but uh, um, better stats than than Bryce. But I mean, it's just people just glaze by that. You know, they, they tend to focus on their on his uh, everything he does wrong. I mean, he, he's under a microscope constantly, and like he they nitpick here and nitpick there, even a good play, they won't give the boys props. But uh, anyway, I thought this—I thought this article actually gave a very, 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 very good uh, perspective on uh, you know him as quarterback at Jordan. Um.
0: Yeah, uh, I mean, and you—you you nailed it right on the head. Everybody wanted to see somebody else play, either Carson or Brock, or actually they wanted to see JT because everybody kept saying JT was undefeated as a starter, and he was the yeah. so wanted to see what he could do now if he could have stayed up right, he definitely would have been undefeated. As <laughs> yes, he, exactly, I have no problem. And, with he, that. Exactly. and he would have slung the ball around. He probably would have had easily four or 5,000 yards passing this season, but four or 5,000 yards passing this season, this past, well, about 4,000, I'd say passing yeah. this past season. Um, but that, see, that's what the fans want. They want the quarterback with the arm. They want to see the NFL where, Guys like Patrick Mahomes are throwing it 35, 40 times a game, and Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady. But the thing that they don't understand is the formula that we have worked. Yeah. Bryce Bryce Young, as a matter of fact, this article says Bryce Young in the national championship game threw the ball way more during the fourth quarter garbage
1: time this
0: season. That was a good
1: point he made, too, on that article. Garbage time. A lot of that stuff was garbage time yards. You know, that's why uh, the stats look so good you
0: know? Yeah. I mean, that's not taking anything away from him. It's just that that's no. what the, that's what those fans, I, I don't mean to not call them fans because they love the team too, but that's yeah. what that particular group of fans is that I'd have to phrase that a little better. That <laughs> particular group of fans wants to see, we got something coming at us in the chat here that I missed. Well,
1: yeah. And another thing, another thing fingers is that, you know, um, it, I'm not going to, I'm not going to not watching, watching a runner shoot, uh, ball game, you know, hey, air and everything, and, you know that that that's fun to watch. But I mean, it's not if it doesn't win you football games. I what's the point? I mean, it's great to watch. I mean, it's slinging. I mean, look at old ball coach. I mean, like look at Florida. Look at I mean, it's just a you know, it was just always a shootout, like 40, 40 yard, fifty yep. yard passes. Looking for a home run, for virtually every play, you're looking for a home run. But I mean, for, that's not our game plan. Our game plan is no, you it's know, not knock, knocking off four no, or no. five yards if, if possible. You know, just getting chunks of yards here and there. Yeah and then open it when things open up then we look for that home run ball. But right. I mean that's not that's not our our scheme that's not our game plan. You know I mean?
0: And I, I, go ahead. Yeah. No what I was going to say is I think that's the biggest thing is that the, the 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 Georgia fans that's what they're looking for and let's look at some of the past like okay between from Stafford to now it's pretty safe to say that Aaron Murray was probably the best quarterback Georgia had from Stafford to this point. Right?
1: Yeah, uh,
0: I mean he 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 really didn't get a chance to. I mean he slung the ball around a ton, but guess what happened? He wound up not really making it in the league. I don't even think mm-hmm. he made it to the league. See what I'm saying? No. Uh, and yeah, you're right. So it's not to say that he didn't win uh, games because he wasn't a good quarterback. He was an awesome quarterback. Mm-hmm. It's just that. That's just that's just Georgia's style of play. And Aaron Murray played under uh uh Mark Rick. Mm-hmm. So uh shout out to our guy Sean Spencer, one half of the duo that founded the whole Let's Talk Football family. Yes, shout out Point King. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> uh uh, the let's talk football family of podcasts. They're all over the place. I mean, they got a woman's show. They got a Sunday show. They got a, a commander show. They got, uh, uh, they do draft shows. They have special guests come on all the time. Uh, and then, you know, there's this show, which we're a branch off of. We're, we're a, a branch off the family. And then there's, uh, our guy, uh, foobs with North sports, <coughs> Dynasty, which is kind of another branch off of let's talk family. So we appreciate you, uh, Sean, uh, matter of fact, we, Sean, you know, we kind of owe you a debt of gratitude because we probably wouldn't have gotten this started if, without, true. without your suggestion. So we appreciate yes. you. Very true. Uh, but yeah, that, that's where we are, man. With Stetson. And, and, and um, it's good. It's going to be more of the same this season. I mean, you got Gunnar Stockton coming in this year and if Gunnar's not playing by, uh, but seriously, because he's not the guy they want. Oh, yeah. they pick on, they pick on him for everything.
1: No, if he would, go, I mean, like I said, he's, he's on the microscope. Oh, man, his, uh, know, he's got an armband arm on the wrong arm. I mean, like it, 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 it's stupid stuff like that. I mean, it's like, you know, it's just, oh, he didn't throw it that far. He'll sling went, All oh, the receiver had to recover. The receiver had to, you know, it was underthrown. The, the, rec- the receiver had to, you know, adjust. Okay, that's what the receivers do. I mean, like, some, they, can't, yep. they can't all be. Yeah, you know, and Pickens was,
0: a, Pickens was a master at that. I just hate he got hurt and had to sit out for most of the season. But, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's just like I said, he could come out and he could come out in the first game <laughs> and get Sanford. And throw for 500 yards and six touchdowns, and have one snap in the second quarter where he kind of fumbles a snap, and that's all everybody will talk about. So I got a question. So I got a
1: question real quick. So uh, if we do say like this past year, we we pretty much game games were uh, pretty much wrapped up uh, before the clock hit zero, right? So some of our games, would you would you want to pull Stetson? Like depending on how much how far we're ahead, would you want to pull stats and, and give these guys some uh some quote unquote garbage time? Like I mean, would that would that be a feasible option to you? Or do you wanna a
0: lot of a lot of well stats? you know what that used that used to kind of be the status quo, but what I'm mm-hmm. noticing now is in this in this media heavy I got to see as much game film on you as possible to consider you for the Heisman kind of atmosphere that we have now in college ball. Right. Uh, That's why you're seeing a lot of these guys playing for full quarters. Cause you know, let's be real, especially on a team like Georgia this past season and Alabama this past season and Ohio state this past season. Uh, Just because as you can see, you get to a conference championship game. It's not going to be an easy put away. You get to the college, you get to the college football championship. It's not necessarily going to be the easy put away. You know what I mean? So that's one of the reasons why I think you don't see as much of that. I mean, we're talking, we're just literally talking the last four or five years. Yeah. Like remember, remember when uh, when old Jake, gosh, Jake Fromm hasn't been in the league but what two three years? Yeah. I think this will be his third season. And when 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 Jake Fromm was still a quarterback, if they had a big lead, come sit down, let Carson get some reps come sit down and let jt get some reps and that's yeah. how that worked out well
1: i mean that would alleviate so, everybody barking about wanting to say you know this, that and the other. this guy here this that, and another maybe i mean i don't think it'll stop the barking completely but i mean you know give the, the, the fans what they want to get hey i want to see this guy
0: i here. i i to be honest i don't think it hurts to be real i don't think it hurts because yeah. these guys get some some even if some it's garbage time yeah. they get legitimate playing time and you keep your starters from getting injured
1: but is that not adverse effect, effect, uh, adverse? Effect? Adversely, I mean, I can't even talk as adversely affect you know, Stetson pulling him like when he, I mean, I I don't know. I mean, I'm kind of you know, I don't think that's a bad thing to give him rest like that and put these other guys in, but that takes away from him. I I don't know. I'm kind of up, I'm kind of like you know, on both sides. I don't,
0: I don't know. I mean, to be completely honest, to to be completely honest, if you got a four (laughs) touchdown lead, if you got a four touchdown lead with three minutes left to go in the game.
1: I mean he's gonna be running the ball off anyway. Pull, pull, <laughs> you, pull, you,
0: pull you pull your starters. Pull yeah. your starters and start your run game. Let your backup quarterback toss the ball around a little bit, grind the clock out, and then pull your pull your running backs and then, you know, call it call it a day. If you got the ball at the end of the game, go with the kneel down,
1: you know? Yeah, because you and I both me. know those times, you and I both know those are those are the times when you tweak an elbow, tweaking a you know, tweak a leg, tweaking an ACL, right. and those are the times when all that stuff. Right. So, I mean,
0: <laughs> you are 100% correct, sir. Oh, man. So, uh, we'd go ahead and put that to bed, too. Stetson, <clears throat> best of luck to you this season, man. We, we From two fans right here, we got your back. We appreciate you. Oh, yeah. Don't let the naysayers, don't let the naysayers, bleh, like he's going to see this. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't
1: get hurt. I'm looking for a breakout season for him this year. I mean not a breakout season, Yeah, I think he's gonna come back I'm looking he's, gonna, he's gonna progress. Like he's he's progressed, you know.
0: I think he's gonna, he gonna come back out. with a little vinegar in his veins. I don't really see, I mean, I probably see him going maybe third round as a quarterback if he declares for the draft. I don't see him being a first round, yeah, high no. second round pick, but I see you know, anyway.
1: I don't I don't know if he has aspirations to even go. I mean, like if he does he might back. not, you know, he might not. he has got a hell of a college career, I know that. So, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Well, uh, that about gosh, we've gone through all our topics and we're doggone near right on time. We're only a minute. Ladies and gentlemen, (laughs) we are, we are the two minute warning. The two minute warning is a segment of our show where we share a little something with our viewers, uh, across the globe or, you know, scattered out wherever they may be, uh, just to share a little nugget with you, uh, to close our show out. And, uh, I, I I gotta be I gotta be completely honest. I really didn't have a, I really didn't plan for a two-minute warning this week. So yeah. I'm just gonna go over the birthday thing. We mentioned earlier it was my birthday earlier this week on Thursday or, or last week on Thursday. Um uh, uh blessed to see 52 years and I uh I talked with my daughter and I said don't 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 worry about getting me a a, a birthday gift this year. And it uh and she kind of cocked her head to the side, you know, because she'd, it's, I think she'd already gotten me something, which probably wound up being my Father's Day gift. But, uh, but, uh, uh, yeah. Uh, and then my wife talked to me about it. She said, well, you know, you know, we talk about all the time how there's no guarantees in life. And one of the things that we need to do is that people should be celebrated, people should be. Uh, you know, life does come and go pretty quickly and people should be celebrated. So, um, you know, and I was like, yeah. So if you listen, you don't have to like be a, uh, you don't have to be a go out and Oh my God, I'm going to tear the city down and we're going to turn up. It doesn't have to be like that. But if you're blessed enough, <laughs> look around you right now in the last two or three years, we've lost a lot of, not necessarily Colin and I ourselves, but As a whole, humankind, there's just people left right Sunday with COVID and uh, things going on in different parts of the world. And there's still war all over the globe. If you're blessed enough that 365 or 366 days roll through and you're still here, don't be ashamed to take a couple minutes to celebrate that because, you know, not everybody gets that. I'm not saying you gotta go out and throw a cool in the gang and celebrate good times and all that and go show it. Right? <laughs> it's your birthday. You don't have to do all of that. You don't have to have the cake and the presents. And dude, I didn't even get I didn't even have a cake this year, and I was perfectly fine with that. Now that might have something to do with my stomach can't handle half the stuff I used to eat cake wise. Man, <laughs> I love me some red velvet cake with some buttercream icing on it, especially some cream cheese. Woo woo! I eat the whole thing, but just Take the time to appreciate the fact that you got another one because there's somebody right now that started in January with us and we're in June moving into July and they're not going to make it to December. Sad, but true. Not to bring you down, not to be a Debbie Downer, mm-hmm. but there's somebody that started in January with us is not going to make it to December. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I just, I uh, old college classmate of mine I'd known for thirty years. Last year went to the Dominican Republic to celebrate her fiftieth. Dropped dead in the Dominican Republic before she came home. So, not I'm sorry, I don't mean to bring the mood down, but there's a reason I'm telling you. Just, just take the time if you get another year. Just make sure you, you know, if somebody wants to celebrate it for you, to celebrate with you, you know that that that's okay. Don't you know? Don't don't. Yeah, yeah that's all I got.
1: No, I got you. Uh, yeah, I, I, I can definitely agree. I mean, getting older, you know, you 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 tend to celebrate your birthdays a little bit differently <laughs> as you get older. Cause them, Who are uh, you telling? Them, uh, you them hangovers don't last no – I uh, mean, I used to – when I was 21, 22, I, I would go out and, you know, put one on, get up and go to work. No problem. i do it seven days through Sunday. And then now, man, it, I got two days of hangovers if I go out and turn it up real good. Now, I don't do that very often. But when I do, oh, my goodness, my head. It takes like Bruh. two days and I feel better. I feel no
0: you ain't said nothing but a word because remember when you and i met i was i was seven i was turning up seven nights a week because i was working oh, yeah. seven shows it's easy seven when you're show. younger
1: man it's easy when you're young boy yeah. man, once you get older but uh anyway yeah the, the, what i want to say is happy birthday to you uh, i've been a pleasure my uh, sir uh knowing you as well as mama and uh happy anniversary as well and uh to you to your big boy birthday as well to him uh but yeah just to piggyback off what you said is that like we are not promised tomorrow i mean like you know live your best life as well as you can i'm not saying you know like you know like you said don't go out and you know turn up and drink you know drink yourself into a stupor or what have you i mean just you know uh be it sounds cliche but be responsible you know what I mean like be, <laughs> even, even not, no, we, we are definitely tomorrow, give yourself the best option to wake up the next day you know what i'm saying but uh we
0: are we are definitely sounding like a couple of guys in in, 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 in middle in middle age because you know you know when me and you met because I met you not too long after or before I, I think I met you right before I met the missus. Yeah. And uh yeah, we was like devil may care. Like, ah, how many of you had a to drink tonight? You good to make it home? Man, I'm good. I'm good. Wait, wait. <laughs> i'm good yeah i'm good <laughs> looking I'm good. like the finish him sequence from mortal
1: Kombat. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <Just> finish him <laughs> but uh yeah i mean that that's basically it i mean like i take it back on your birthdays. you know like i said we're not promised uh tomorrow. So yeah i mean uh you know it's just it's it's more or less like you know tell everybody that you love you love them because you're not promised and uh you know if somebody like you said wants to Wish you a happy birthday don't give them a snub and because you you know you're turning you know you're getting older. i mean appreciate what they uh they even thought of you at this point i mean yes uh, sir you know you're just people think about you
0: folk don't owe you nothing so let them you know let them do what they're gonna do
1: yeah but uh, yeah. yeah that's about it for me but uh yeah, yes sir right there, my friend
0: Thank you, sir. Appreciate you, my brother. Um, So, oh, by the way, for those of you in the Northern Virginia viewing public, yours truly will be in the area August 18th through the 20th, because on the 19th of August, I'm going to be in Tyson's Corner hosting the Celebrate Fairfax Karaoke Championships 2022. Da, 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 da. So, yeah, make sure you swing by and see me. I'll be out there. It's at the park at Tyson's 8508 Leesburg Pike in tyson's corner uh, i believe it is right next to that mcdonald's is the area where everything is going to be going down i will be there from 4 p.m to 9 p.m come and holla at your boy that's on a friday and i know it's kind of hard for some of y'all right i know rush hour in northern virginia blah 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 come see me if you get a chance and i'll let y'all know where i'm gonna be after that that's all i got uh colin you got anything else for the good of the crowd before we get out of here man
1: i'm gravy my brother i'm good to go
0: all right, brother. Well, listen, we want to thank you guys for watching this week's episode of This Week in SEC Football. We will be back next week. Next week's team of the week will be the Kentucky Wildcats. We're bouncing between the east and the west. Yes, we're going to talk about the second sport that is now popular at the University of Kentucky. Uh, <laughs> we, until Yeah, no, right? Like Literally up until two years ago, they were just strictly a basketball school. So. Wait,
1: they've been – They've been knocking on the door, man, for years. I mean, they've been right there. You know, they've been right
0: there. Yeah, yeah. We not gonna get you. We not gonna get started on that because we'll talk about that for another ten minutes. We'll be talking about Kentucky Wildcats next week. Uh, we also going to share a little story about when uh, when a former four star and a up when a when a uh, current college quarterback and a four star a rising into college four star had an opportunity to square off against each other. We're talking about Gunner Stockton. And Brock Vandergriffen, they played against each other in high school. That's also going to be part of next week's show. So, on behalf of myself and the brother from another, the sexy mother Hubbard, the ace of base in the place in your face, Colin P from the DMV, we are getting out of here. We will see y'all next week. Y'all be good to yourselves and to each other. Go dogs.
1: Go
0: dogs.